Nugent News Network on the air, Sunday Tribune in hand. Um, not much to it, man. So I pulled out some stuff. Now, remember when the lake, you know, the lake has too much water, the levels are too high. Well, now the lake has gone, the levels have gone down. And that's what tends to happen to lakes, right? They fill up and then they empty when the precipitation equation changes, right? It's like a bathtub. If you open the drain, then it goes down. If you turn the faucet on, then it fills up. So now, page one story is about battling beach erosion. Like, the fact that the lake went down is bad. And what they're saying is that now that, you know, what Warren Buffett says is when the tide goes out, you can tell who's not wearing swimming trunks. So now they're saying, oh, my God, look at what the water did when it was up at the higher levels that we were alarmed about before. Well, it's a good news story. If you thought that a high level was wrong or bad or dangerous, then you should think a low level is great. Hallelujah. No. Yeah, we're going to do another front-page alarmist story. The quote is, until lake levels ramped up abruptly starting in 2013, so that's a nine-year-old story, lake levels were really low, and people sort of forgot what high lake levels could do, and so now we've got, you know, no matter what happens, it's bad news according to the press. But anyway, you know, the high lake levels may be the final solution to the Chicago problem. Uh, maybe the lake will just consume us <laughs> and eliminate the whole problem. You know, Chicago is in large part is landfill. So we made this city, literally. I suppose somehow slave labor was involved. And, you know, South Shore is all landfill. Uh, Lincoln Park. Anything uh, east of Stockton is landfill. So, you know, a lot of the land we live on was created by man. And now the lake is probably saying, okay, that's enough, and I'm going to erase you. So we'll see what happens. And I think, actually, climate change is going to exacerbate that. But, you know, like, <laughs> the lake goes up, the lake goes down, right, in spite of climate change. So I didn't read the whole article then. The headline was enough to comment on. Now, uh, here's an article by a downtown resident who says the bottom line on Chicago's downtown is that instead of listening to fear mongers and drawing inaccurate conclusions based on criminal reports, you should come downtown and see for yourself. We would love to have you. I hear what she's saying, Margaret Larkin, and... When I'm downtown, I don't feel scared. When I'm in Lincoln Park, I don't feel scared. I feel safe as I would in LaGrange Highlands or Mount Greenwood. It may be safer because some of those Mount Greenwood knuckle-draggers. And that is not a racist slur as far as I'm concerned, by the way. Uh, we used to use it for the more Neanderthal classmates we had in South Shore, particularly those from the, the mill rat, the progeny of mill rats. But in any the Eastern Europeans, let's face it. So anyway, although we Irish had some knuckle draggers too, but the bottom line here is that you want to pull a Barney Fife here. You want to nip it. 
you want to nip it in the bud. And the PR damage is huge. ASCO is in town, the American Society of Clinical Oncology. I'll be interested to hear the attendance numbers, if one can believe them, because uh, it'll be a good test as to whether or not conventions will brave the press, the bad press on crime. And you can't ignore some of these stories. You know, you might say, well, the media could downplay them, but when a guy drives his car through the window of Louis Vuitton, that's news, right? Okay, now here's the only other thing I found today, so this is a short one. Uh, The story of the Tribune's most famous headline, which was Dewey Defeats Truman. The presses rolled at 10.30 p.m. the day before, and nobody believed that Truman would win. So they printed the results of the election before the election ballots were counted. Uh, And Life also, magazine, made the same mistake. They, They ran a story called The Next President of the United States. Ow. Due to an early deadline caused by a printer strike, more than 100,000 copies of the paper with the wrong headline hit the streets before a second edition would announce Democrats sweep state offices. Though Colonel Robert McCormick was furious for a time, especially after Truman giddily displayed the faulty front page for photographers in St. Louis, The mistake did not seriously damage the newspaper. McCormick made the paper indispensable. No paper in Chicago can match its overwhelming coverage of news. When a big story breaks, the Trib can throw a score of men on it, men, note the sexism, to outreport and outright the opposition. In sports and comics and women's pages, sign columns and display ads, it offers all things to all people. It's the housewife's guide, the politician's breakfast food, a Bible to hundreds of small-town editorial writers. You know, and now it's nothing. So, so it goes. And then I guess the rest of it is talking about how great the Tribune was. Very powerful in the uh, political arena. So, I'll leave it at that. That's it. So, less than seven minutes. Live long, prosper. We'll talk to you later.